speaking of websites, you got anything you want to add to, to the websites? Speaking of websites, uh, your boy made the made the purchase today. He, uh, I purchased uh, purchased noeasybuckets.com from this dude in Macedonia. 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 Golly. How did, how did that conversation go? Like, did you? It, did it you was just... like, <laughs> well, the website, like what it is right now. Well, actually, no, not right now. Like, I actually made it private, but it was live, and it was like some actually something about buckets i think like, like actual plastic buckets <laughs> but but uh he owned it and i put it in this google thing to like try to see if it was available and it's it brought up his email for me to contact him it's like this person owns it and i've never seen it do that before with any other website that i've tried to like search so i was like so i just pasted the email and contacted him last week and he was like he was like uh he's like yeah 200 bucks and I was like, damn. But he was like, that's if you want the website and the domain. And I was like, well, I don't care about the design and all that stuff you have. Like, I mean, I'm going to do all that myself. Like, how much for just the domain? He's like, 50 bucks. I was like, deal. Do it right now. <laughs> and uh, we just did PayPal. And he gave me his login. And I switched it over to me. Actually, it was weird. Like, it was up for the website was up for renewal tomorrow. Like for another year of service, and I was like, "How? What a coincidence!" I feel like he like somehow snaked me. Like yeah, I don't know. Hundred percent. Wow, he snaked you, dude. No, no, but it's like he he definitely owned it because like he literally gave me his login for his like HostGator account, which is like a GoDaddy.com type domain name thing. So it was legit. Like I own the website now, and I changed that account over to me or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird that it like, but it showed on there that he bought it last year in 2016. Like, it's not, it wasn't a scam or anything. Like, this dude like added me on Facebook and everything. He was like, here, here's my Skype and my Facebook, if you wanna, because we were gonna use a, a middleman website to do it, but it was like gonna charge us 25 bucks extra to use it, and I was like, nah. So I just PayPal'd him and then was on support forever trying to get it fixed, which kind of pissed me off but whatever still too cheap for a website did they did they send you to somewhere and outside of the united states <laughs> to a call center do what did they outsource you to somewhere no. outside of the united states for a call center no 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 it was a, a chat online chat it's almost better than anything like the online chat stuff i mean yeah, that's I the like, next best thing i feel like online chatting is so much better yeah because hey, like hey. you don't you don't have to I don't know. I feel like they always give you more information when you're online chatting. Like, because everything is pre, it's already saying. Yeah, like they just paste all these links and it's like, okay, cool. And but when you're on the phone, sometimes I do like talking to people when it's certain things. Like if it's not something that I'm need to be on my laptop doing right then, then I want to be on the phone. But if it's like something that I'm working on that I need help with, I, I, I chat all day. Chat all day because a yeah, if you get sent to a call center, you take uh the accents and the language barrier right there yeah that's true i mean it could, i could be talking to somebody in like some India. country i've never heard of but i mean they're typing in english it's all that matters <laughs> fun, so. fun fact fun fact of the day two fun facts of the day what i don't know for all our conservative listeners out there uh -oh. saudi arabia finally lifted their the ban on uh letting women drive for the first time ever about times, what I say. How have you not let women drive? Like, how can you be that? Yeah, I'm know. sure that's probably not even the craziest thing that they've approved in the last few years for women. <laughs> like, that's probably true. You're probably if you right. go look at the like Wikipedia for that country, it's probably like 2015 allowed women to leave the house. Like, 2015 like, women. Those countries, like, I mean, those, well, those cultures just. I mean, you have like no rights if you're a woman. And that's and that's extremely and that's extremely weird to me because, like, with traveling, I haven't really I haven't really seen a lot of that on the on the mm -hmm. the women's side from a religious back like standpoint like that or conservative or however you look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's crazy when you think about like wow, different it is in other countries. But you know, we uh, it, we're we're so progressive that we have a basketball league for men and women over here. So we're. You know the WNBA and the NBA, so the, we're uh, we're holding the we're we're holding the torch for 
uh, equal or gender equality here in the uh, in the United States, even though it's still not where it needs to be. We definitely are holding a torch. I would agree with that. Uh, compared to other countries, probably, but not compared to what we probably what it what should be. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, we we will have a new website coming out. I have a temporary podcast website that's going to be live like as we speak but that's where i'm going to be posting everything it'll still be posted on itunes and soundcloud and whatnot but there'll also be a website so we can add blogs or actually just look at it on a desktop and uh it has to st- uh, stats and analytics and stuff that i can look at as well and then um it will eventually be a regular website that's not super basic like it is right now but as i find time to do that I will do that. I was really stressed out today and couldn't and didn't want to do it all. So <laughs> freaking out. Yeah, it was it was like super hot in my room, like it is currently, which I don't understand because you walk outside and it feels like heaven, and then out in my hallway it feels like heaven, and then in my room it's like eighty five. You no, know, it's probably like you're. It's like a sauna. It's like you're. It might feel really, really great, but it's like, uh, I bet you don't have any air conditioning going on right now. Do you? No, not at all. There's like no such thing as air conditioning out here. I was going to say, I feel like people in California don't even use No, you, don't, you have to go like 30, 45 minutes north of here to have AC. And then still, that's only like if you have, you, it's at somebody's house that just likes to spend them more money. But <laughs> they, they can't afford AC out here, man. It's property. Property, property. taxes and property costs is crazy. I actually oh, met a guy yeah. yesterday. Um, I was uh, I was watching the Dallas Cardinals game, Monday Night Football, and um, me and a buddy went to Huey's in East Memphis, and we met up with another guy that he had uh, grew up with and went to college with. Uh, Memphis boy, Memphis guy. He he uh, lives in San Francisco now, or right outside in the Oakland sure. Berkeley area. And I was like, shout out. <laughs> Wait, he My lives here now? Something. Yeah, he lives there right now. He's in, he was here uh, visiting his family. What's he do out here? He, uh, he, <laughs> he works in distribution for a weed company, a weed manufacturing company. It's a place to be. I bet he, it's, it's a good industry to be in right now. Yeah, he said it's pretty lucrative. Pretty yeah. lucrative. Well, I mean, it's, everything's new. Like, every, every, every company is basically a startup. <laughs> like, yeah. So I mean, you're just you probably have rapid growth in these companies, right? No, yeah, yeah, no yeah. pun intended. <laughs> rapid growth. He's a part of the the manufacturing portion of it, so uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he said uh, he said the weed industry out there is like a six billion dollar industry. I believe and it. Just, I believe and it. Just, and that's just on the very low end. On the very, like, he said in 2020 it'll be you know, double that, triple oh, that. Oh, yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be more states, It's supposed, supposed to be a $20 billion industry in, in Los Angeles alone by 2020. I believe it, man. I see it everywhere out here. It's on billboards and on the street. <laughs> maybe we'll be the first podcast. You can smell it in my kitchen if you go close enough to my roommate's room. Um, maybe we'll be the first podcast sponsored by a weed manufacturing company. If there's a weed manufacturing company that wants to sponsor this podcast, I will let them sponsor it right now. So well, let's 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 also say if anyone wants to sponsor, actually, yeah, sponsor. yeah, actually anybody except Donald Trump, I will let them sponsor our podcast. You don't want him to do marketing for us? I'm, I'm not, sure. I'm not a chance. A not a chance. I, I hear he does social media marketing <laughs> to, a, to a team. Yeah, right that uh, that new website thing I set up too will help with advertising, so that's good. It'll okay, run, it'll get us into campaigns and stuff, and I'll have to read ads. I'll actually have to read ads. That'll be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, but we should uh, we should probably get into uh, yes. basketball because it's no easy basketball. buckets. Talk about basketball for a second. Nah, uh. it's actually it's actually almost basketball season, dude. My my NBA league pass auto pay hit my account today. Is like, oh, here's your first month's charge. I was like, thanks for asking. I didn't know we were doing that. I didn't know I was gonna. I mean, I was planning on doing it again this year, but I didn't know I was gonna. Not think I didn't know they were gonna not ask me. <laughs> auto auto renewal they they changed they it. Last year they, they did three payments of like seventy or dollars or sixty five dollars or something. Now it's like monthly payments of like twenty nine bucks. Oh, that's easy so, money, dude. Oh yeah, me and a buddy are gonna split it, so we'll just do fifteen fifteen. And because he watches the Knicks games and he lives out here, so uh, 
yeah, it's it's a must. It's a must-have. It's yeah, and you can lo- the, all the games that log on there too. Like you can go watch, basically watch film after the game is over. It logs it. It's like a you can do the fat. You can do the um, it's like Express or something where it'll play a whole entire game in like forty five minutes or something or an hour. I think I'm, I'm making those times up. I assume it's something like that. <laughs> you can watch like entire games in like no time. It'll fast. No, they speed everything. it up. I'm saying yeah. they they speed up you know what free throws and they take yeah. all the timeouts out of them. yeah it's how like it's how writers and like uh journalists and stuff or people who study film it's how they tell they watch it so Dude, nfl no, game pass does the same thing nfl game pass does yeah i've never had NFL game pass. i've never had it either because you can just get red zone that's all that matters. i don't i don't study football film so i'm not that nerdy but i don't know enough about it i wouldn't mind doing it for fantasy football though that'd be kind of fun you never know We'll, we'll, we'll re, we will revisit that in 2018. All right, so to start off, to start off the pod, you have not seen the. I've not. Seen you have not seen the. Right, the, the Ringer put out a, um, how league insiders would make the, the NBA better. So yeah. they, 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 I know how to make the NBA listen. better. Put uh, Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony on playoff teams. Oh wait. Oh. oh. It already happened. Yeah, how are you gonna make the league better? Go, go back. Here. All right, here. This is it. This is it. I'm gonna read them off. I want. I want your hot take. I want the first thing that comes to your mind. Would it work? Could it happen? Here we go. All right. So the first one: a playoff wild card, play-in tournament. So what it's saying is oh, allow to in on it. You don't even. Have to, yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> so for the listeners who don't, yeah, yeah go ahead. No, I've never allowed. Uh, allow teams who had no chance of making the playoffs to get in. NCAA tournament style. Huh. I I don't know. I thought I've seen something like that different, though, where the had a tournament for, like, the last two seeds or something is what I thought. Or the last seed. I didn't know, like, is that no, what no, this, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it is for the last seed. Yeah, the okay. wild card. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd be interested in that. I mean – I don't know if I'd want to go all the way down to like the all the teams, maybe like the the, the teams nine, ten, eleven, twelve, or seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that's something, what I was gonna something say. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something the, like the, for the last two spots, maybe. The, the, I would say like the the two that are just out and the two that are barely in. Eight, right. Eight, seven, you, yeah, you do a play in with them, and gives like an extra week off to like the, the top seeds. Um, I, I I don't I don't hate that idea. I mean, I, I I'm up for, like, change. I'm up for change. I just don't want, like, you know, somebody like the Lakers last year to, like, get hot and win, like, five games in a row and, like, make the playoffs and then just get destroyed. Like, that would suck. Yeah, but it would suck. Or it would suck for the team. Like, well, last year the Grizzlies were the seventh seed, and it's like that would be stupid if, like, the Lakers beat them in one game and was like – but it would be interesting, though. I mean, better? I don't know. But interesting, definitely. Next, next one. We would remove live ball timeouts. Mm, I don't like. I, I wouldn't want to do that one. No, no. So what it's saying is eliminating live ball timeouts would add a more exciting and strategic element to the game. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like it'd be like football, and yeah, it'd be like football where you can't call a timeout to the plays over, which well, means think about like correlation, this. but. If you've been watching an uh, an entire basketball game and it's been what two hours, hour and a half, and you get to the last five minutes of a really close game, it takes forty five minutes. Right. You know, if it's me, if I'm even if I'm watching on TV, I'm not. I'm never going to be interested in that. I think <laughs> I know being at the games is the, is worse than even watching it on TV. So, like, if you got an off, if you got a defensive rebound. Would you be able to call a timeout without it being a dead ball? It wouldn't be a dead ball. So you can't call a timeout unless it's a dead ball. Or can you after somebody scores? You probably can't after somebody scores. You probably can't after that somebody counts. scores because then it'd be. But like that would kind of suck. I mean, well, it'd be interesting again, and it would speed it up and make it a little bit more challenging. But like if you got a defense, if you're down, if you're down one, the team misses a shot, and you're da- and like you get a defensive rebound, and there's like four seconds left. Like instead of calling a timeout and getting it half court, you have to now press it and like probably take a a shot from like thirty five feet, yeah. which it speeds it up for sure. It doesn't give you that 
crap at the end of the game where they like you know take like you said like 45 minutes to play five minutes but at the same time too like I feel like you wouldn't get some of those exciting out of bounds uh, out of bounds plays I probably wouldn't do that one either you probably wouldn't do that one either I wouldn't do I that think one. I, so no this is I accidentally muted myself there for a second my bad why why are you trying to you trying to I'm trying to yourself? I'm trying to take uh to censor myself. So uh, another one that I saw was having a hockey style power play. So for one minute a game, you can designate, you know, to an NBA, to the ref that you want to initiate your power play. So for one minute, it's five on four basketball. That would be insane. That would be so much fun. That'd be pretty cool. I think it, I think you should do that. What if you did that after a player got a technical? No, see, I have another one about that. I have another one about that. Did I just spoil it? Yeah, no, well, the one minute a game I think is kind of – it's definitely exciting, but I feel like teams would just use it at the end of the game. No, outside of like the last five minutes. Oh, you can't use it outside of the last – yeah, I I probably – well, it'd be be super fun. I I wouldn't want – I don't think I'd – I think the players – I think the teams would hate that, but – Okay, here – we're talking about going off your – going off your – I'd rather talk about that one. Yeah, so eliminating double technicals because when you know when you have a double technical, nothing happens. It's nothing happens essentially. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap on the wrist. So double technical. The two players involved play one on one for one minute. Winner, winner. Yeah. So the fir- the person who wins one on one for one minute gets gets a point and the team gets the ball. Talk about slowing the game down. But still, that would be amazing. That would be oh, so much fun. That, that would definitely be fan like you favorite. You have court one on one. Like that would be hilarious. Like that would. I'm in favor. I and I think the giving them a technical or being thirty set whether it be 30, 40, 30 seconds, forty five seconds, or a minute after a player gets a technical to be playing a man down, I think would be pretty pretty interesting. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it would be. Pr- I mean, you think about that. Like, you, I think you could actually like get people to side, get people to agree with that. I, think I could be on board with that. I think out of all the ones that we've talked about, I could get on board with this one the most. Yeah, like, I mean, I think you'd probably have to go more like thirty seconds or like forty-five, but or first one to score, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. I don't know. Like you, you do like uh, you get the double technical, and then you <laughs> they. The ref, you know, you get up there and you, the ref throws the ball up. Yeah. Get it. Or, first one to score. Or, yeah, like, um, if you have, if they get a technical and you sit them out, it's either they sit out for a minute or they sit out for, uh, or they, they either come back in after a minute or after the team scores two buckets or, like, one bucket or something like that. Like yeah, the yeah. team that they're not on, obviously. But I don't know. We'll That'd see. Be- we see. Be interesting. Is there any more? Yeah, no. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a few more. Two more. All right, yeah. so two more. Making three point shot or making dunks uh, worth three points. Nah. Oh. Nah, nah. So, no, no, think, think about it like this. You teams have put a greater emphasis on how they structure their rosters. Yeah. How they. You know, do this and that. How centers are now taking you know two, three, four shots, three point shots a game. If you make dunks three point or yeah three points, just think about how interesting that makes the league now. Think about how like high flying. You know, your breakaways, fast breaks. Break. Like you, you automatically. Well, that'd be so funny too. Like you'd see players like Isaiah Thomas, who are on a leading a fast break, like passing back to somebody to get a dunk for. Three points. Exactly. Yeah. I just think that, like, from a fan perspective, that would just make it so much more interesting. Yeah, no, it, it would. I mean. DeAndre Jordan would be the leading scorer of the league. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. It would inflate the uh, points per game. I always wondered about, like, uh, I, mean, I mean, like, you have to, when people make, oh, well, before the three-point line era and all that stuff, the people make those comparisons all the time. Think about, like, if you made a change, like, dunking is three points, how much it would skew, like, statistics over the course of the last like 20 something years like to a player that had you know like the all-time leader in points or something it's like 
Think of how many points Shaq would have had if he had three points for every dunk. Like, he'd have a couple thousand more points in his career, probably. Yeah, well, think about Will Chamberlain, man. I think all he did was dunk. Yeah, he was like the first person. They tried to keep him from doing it. Jeez, man. Uh, let's let's try to find one more. Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll go we'll go with this one. We'll go with this one. One more. Having an MLB style regular season series. So like playing, you know, a few teams, you know, two, three, four games at a time. Kind of like a mini series. Yeah, so you probably choose three games at most. Yeah. Uh, you probably choose three games. Yeah. Two to three game series. Obviously you play your your play your division teams more and then you play yeah, maybe like a home and a home, not even three games, but like a home and a home. Because that's basically what you do anyway. You just do it at the same. You just do it back-to-back nights. Yeah, but then you'd have to travel. Well, think about it like this. You could do it back-to-back nights and think about um, resting like superstars. That could come into play like if you play like a home and a home. Mm-hmm. You know, you could that, – that might, you know, help alleviate that. I don't know, just thinking out loud. No, I mean, it's interesting. I think it would – you would end up running into just, like, too much travel and – or, well, if you did home-and-homes, like, across-the-country type stuff, where you just get – you wouldn't get the primetime matchups that you want, like, all the time. Like, you'd end up having – it's like if the Warriors are just murdering somebody three games in a row, it's like, what do you – like, come on. The same team. Yeah. It's like the Bucks. You know, not the Bucks. They're good. Like the, the this year the Bulls like the I I do not want to watch Bulls Warriors at all like please don't put that game on TNT like the Bulls are gonna be so bad and the Warriors are gonna be so good I do not want I do not want to watch that I wish that wasn't even on like ESPN like uh, NBA TV like I wish it was they weren't <laughs> oh, even it'll be. did you like local networks yeah, I think I get that now with Sling so I'll probably have to watch it. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's let's uh, let's shift gears. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about the the, the two superstars yeah. you were? Not yeah, the future Hall Not let's not go superstar. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you could. I think you still refer to them as superstars, but I guess past superstars. But but yeah, I mean, that's that's like real life making the NBA a little more exciting, a little more uh, interesting, right there. Uh, I mean, you got Mellow. And D Wade changing teams within the same like five day period, which the mellow move like last Friday or was it Saturday I think was buried for all the NFL stuff. I mean, buried. and poor Troy Daniels got no coverage. Troy Daniels, I mean that's another big blockbuster trade. But I'm just kidding. But uh, but yeah, I mean that was a uh, mellow went to Houston or mellow went from uh, excuse me New York to OKC for Doug McDermott, Enos Cantor. In like a second round pick, I think. That's a joke. Yeah, second rounder and, and, and another another the bench guy. The freaking Thunder have given up. They've given up two players they didn't really like on bad contracts in Cantor and Oladipo, and then two other rotation players in Sabonis and McDermott haven't given up a single first round draft pick and have gotten Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. Whether that's for one year or not, I would do that a hundred times out of a hundred. Hundreds, like, dude, that's the craziest thing I've ever, like, I mean, even you can say Melo is, like, even declined more. Now it's like, dude, for what they got him, that's a joke. Like, a player that can actually well, if, contribute for two players that, eh. I mean, think about it like this. He's he's effectively going to go in there, and he's going to be the spot-up shooter. He's going to fall into the, the floor, role of the spot-up shooter. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be the spot up shooter at the four position that he played uh, at Team USA the yeah. last time he played. And they even like, had they had Patrick Patterson think, too, which they thought was gonna be the starting floor, but that just gives him more bench depth right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's still a, a, an effective player. Like he was in like I think it was the the uh, he's still shooting what a fifty yeah over fifty percent an effective yeah. field goal percentage. I mean, he's above average three point shooter. He's I mean he's. In a different offense than what he was playing, obviously the triangle is garbage. Like in a different offense than what he was playing in, he's a he's a better player. I mean, he was he was in a he's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, you put him and he's not. Oh, he's the same age as LeBron. He's like one year older than LeBron. Like, he's fine. He's gonna like he's not gonna go out there and go and uh, play 42, 43 minutes a game. But he's gonna. I mean, people. I think people are undervaluing how good he can be and. 
I don't know like how he's going to fit with Russ and Paul George. I really think Paul George is going to get left out uh, a lot of times, especially at the end of games. I just don't think you're going to get the ball from Melo or uh, Westbrook. Um, but it depends on how good they how good they start and how good they start playing because if they mesh well, then you never know. But yeah, I disagree in the fact that I think that Paul George is going to step so. up and try to be. I, well, I think that Russ is, is the guy, but I think Paul George is here to make a statement. Well, he is a contract. You know, he's he's think, he's got more. Well, Westbrook contract here too, but he's going to get his money. Like Paul George probably has more at stake than anybody. Yeah, like Westbrook. Lose. Westbrook's going to get the the Brinks truck offer from OKC regardless. He's he's going to get it from most regardless. most teams anyway. Uh, Paul George is like he's going to get a max offer, but like is he you know. You know what's going to happen with the Lakers? Like, did he? Would he want to stay with with Westbrook? Like, you could you could have this project for two years, for one year with Anthony Carmelo. I don't see he's not going to resign in OKC unless they somehow won the title. He's not resigning in OKC, so you could run it back with uh, with Russ if you wanted to. Like, well, you already <laughs> thinking about it. He's not going to. He won't resign. They've already got two of the four banana boat. <laughs> Crew in, in, in hey, Cleveland right now. free agent next year too. Hey, I'm telling you, the band is getting back uh, together. I saw somebody. Well, that we'll just kind of touch on that too. Um, you know, Dwayne Wade got bought out by the uh, um, by the Bulls uh, two days ago. Um, he generously gave back eight million of the twenty three million that he they Generous. paid him. Generous guy here. Generous guy. But I mean, hey, that was all. Hey, he had a twenty-three million dollar player option all day of the week. Am I taking that? I don't care if you're playing Absolutely. in China. Like, you're taking that option. And then, of course, he has the he strong armed him into a buyout, which probably is best for them anyway. It's like whatever. Um, but now he's going to Cleveland to team up with the new Cavs. Uh, you know, uh, with LeBron and Kay- and uh, Kevin Love. Um, uh, that's that's interesting. I don't think. D Wade does as much for them regular season wise. I think it could come into play in the postseason as far as experience and like, you know, being comfortable with LeBron and, you know, having won two championships with LeBron. Like, that's going to be something that, like, you know, Ky- even Kyrie hadn't done. Like, that's a different level of comfort, you know, uh, I guess being on the same page. So, well, there's playing together and then, you know, being in sync to where they were. And, you know, I, I feel like nothing left off. Nothing gets left yeah. off. You know what I'm saying? It's they, it's seamless. They, they worked out together all This is something like I was thinking about. Like, okay, D. Wade was obviously – he's obviously not as good as he was. Um, he's obviously not as good as he was when they were playing together on the Heat. You know, they went to four straight finals. It was a four or five, whatever. They went to the finals every year that they played there, won two championships. He still, while he was there, which is rumored one of the reasons LeBron left, was that he was injured often, really injured very often. He missed tons of regular season games. He wouldn't play back-to-backs, things like that. You know, he obviously came to play in the postseason, like it is what it is. But you think about it, like how much different is Wade's skill set right now? Like he didn't play bad last year. I mean, he's not obviously not as good. Yeah, of, he's not an all-star, but like with okay, you take what they had with Bosh. Now, I wouldn't say that Kevin Love is as good as Chris Bosh was when Bosh is in was in his prime, but they're also like similar players. And I think the cat, I would say the Cavs team as a whole is better than that Heat team was. I oh, well, I, I would one hundred percent agree with you. I would, they I they, agree they didn't have. I mean, well, I think that way the team is made up. Uh, with the mix, I mean, with Crowder there now, and uh, you know, with Jr. will probably be coming off the bench. I mean, you... uh, I see. I, I disagree with that. I think Jr. is going to start. Dwayne Wade's going to come off the bench. I think Dwayne Wade will come off the we'll bench. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, you don't, you don't Coach LeBron so? will have to have his say. I mean, it depends on honestly, like what Jr. Like, if if Wade, this is the thing. If Wade says he's going to start, Wade's going to start. If if Wade says that's, I'm that's not, true. if he does the whole mellow like they say I have to come off the bench thing like he did in the press conference on ESPN, then he's going to start. But it's all about what LeBron thinks the best uh, lineup. I mean, they'll, and they'll honestly it'll probably go back and forth. I would say both of them probably do both this year. They'll each probably start and come off the bench. 
I think uh, I think in the end, though, I think Dwayne Wade's going to probably be starting. He'll he'll be that he'll start, but he'll play like twenty five minutes a game. J.R. Smith will play more minutes than Wade, but I think he'll come off the bench. I think it's uh, I think it's him coming off the bench may, that makes that bench unit even better. You have him and Corver uh, and uh, probably um, Jay Crowder and Jeff Green, and then. Uh, if you want to play, if you want to play, you could go super small. You could go super small. There's so, they have some really good, interesting lineups, and obviously, Kendrick Perkins at the five. <laughs> nah, dude, he ain't, that man I don't know, man. I, I don't think I don't think he Maybe. signs for camp if he doesn't make the team. Man, I think that he, if he makes the team, it's going to be as exactly. LeBron's bodyguard. Which, I mean. <laughs> I'm not a like obviously Kendrick Perkins is not a good basketball player right now as far as what you might need out of him but I, dude I'd love to see Perkins in that series with the with the Warriors man I just you know something's gonna happen he's gonna get in a fight like he's gonna body he's gonna body LeBron oh, I, I mean uh, KD when he comes to the hole like that's Kendrick Perkins is is, is just exciting like to think he's gonna I mean it, this is the thing I don't think I think he probably has a uh, an agreement with LeBron, like he's like, I'm making the team, like I'll, I'll be on the team. Like he'll, he'll. I, I don't see him coming out of retirement. He looks like he's in good shape too, by the way. I saw a couple pictures of him. Like he doesn't look like he, you know, sat on the couch. But I think he makes the team. I think. I, oh, think about it like this. I didn't even think about it being yeah. out. Still, you think with it being out, uh, it, it puts. I. I don't, I don't know, like Derrick Rose don't, on that team. I don't. I. I. You can see I haven't. No. Neither of us have mentioned him yet. I. Yeah. I. I could. I, if I had to bet on it, I would say Kevin. I mean, I would say uh, Derrick Rose starts before Isaiah comes back, or initially starts. But my ideal lineup would be LeBron as your main ball handler, D Wade, J.R. Smith, uh, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson as your starting lineup. I think that yeah. I, I like Dang. that lineup. I like also, that lineup. like, yeah. I think it's interesting. I mean, obviously, we all know the history of Jeff Green and how much he has let down franchises. No, no fault of his. I mean, he is what he is. Like, I'm not. It's not a character assassination by any means. Like, you know, it's it's a really nice guy, but I think him being like as far down the the pole as he is here, like as far down the ladder of you know, I guess stars on this team and personalities. He's not expected to do. I mean, he wasn't on the Clippers much either, but still, like, he just wasn't a good environment, or wasn't a good situation as far as the coaching goes with you know uh, Rivers. I think he, I think he could really contribute on the bench. I think he really could. I think he, he can. He, he's obviously he's 6'9", 235. Like he's he's still young. Like I'm interested. When he wants to be a good player, right. he's I mean, an incredible. He's player. a he's an average. Too above average. He, I think he could be an above average three point shooter with the volume given to him in the role he's going to be in. Which, if he's an above average league yeah. shooter, if he shoots, if he shoots above, if he shoots thirty nine percent from three, that right there is huge, huge. He doesn't have to shoot forty. Thirty nine, like that's huge. Like, and then Crowder will probably be around that percentage too, which he declined a little bit last year. But I think also him being in a bench role, a different role. Uh, they have a lot of options. I like, I liked a lot of their players. I'm a little bit higher on them than I was initially when, you know, the Kyrie trade happened and everything. I still don't know if you can compete as much as you would be with a star like Kyrie. If you fill in if you fill in his hole with like Isaiah Thomas, Crowder, Jeff Green, all these players, like do you get the same contribution that you would in a playoff series? I don't know. J Mac. J Mac he IT averaged twenty nine no, last year. I'm not year. an IT believer now. I mean he's a he, I love the dude, but I'm just not a believer in him. Like, he's not near. He's not. He. I would take Kyrie Irving over him, 100 percent of the time. Why, Kyrie why? Irving's a better player. Why would you take Kyrie Irving? He's, he's younger. Better. I he's mean, five years better, younger. Better. No, take age out of it. Take the next one for one two years. No injuries. Take age out of it. Take age out of it. Take it Kyrie health Irving out of all day. Not not a chance. What, what he's what, bigger. What more? T- he's what? bigger. He's a better okay. finisher. Right. He's size. got it. Size. Is yes. he a, is I, he a he better has, finisher? He has better. 
He has better skills around the rim than uh, Isaiah Thomas. Now, Isaiah Thomas, is a he does finish through contact. That's how he's got hurt eventually. But he does finish. Like, he's not, like, scared of it. He's not, you know, going up there with, like, a limp wrist or anything. Like, he's a good finisher. But Kyrie Irving is the best at making tough layups and tough shots around the rim than anybody in the league almost. It's, it's not like a powerful, you know, it's not like somebody like LeBron. John Wall? I'm saying, like, the, the, John Wall's different, though. Like, John Wall, he's not... If we're talking about finish at the, at, the, at the rim? In terms of, like, how difficult the shot is, like, I would say Kyrie. Like, he's the he's the the best, like, difficult shot maker in the league. Like, maybe one of the best of all time. Like, he he can finish through any type of contact. Anytime he goes to the rim, you're like, he, there's, he's triple teamed, and all of a sudden the ball looks like it was just floated up off the exact point off the backboard that it was supposed to, kisses right off and goes in. It goes in. It's just he's the only person that can do what he does. I'm not saying he's, like, you know, unbelievably better than Isaiah Thomas, but I would take Kyrie over him every day of the week. Well, okay, let's talk about that trade for a second. Would you take? Would you give up as much as they gave up for Kyrie Irving? Uh, yes, I would have given up there, yeah. yeah. I think my, my issue with I, them I was what they did before that trade and letting Avery Bradley go. But, yes, I would have given um, – them giving up Jay Crowder, an injured Isaiah Thomas, and that first-round pick that they've been holding on to forever, when they have another one, like, they'll be fine. That You can't – a team like Boston, you can't keep adding uh, 18, 19-year-old uh, dudes to that team and expect to uh, win, a, win a championship. You've got to use – excuse me, you've got to use one of those picks – and get you a star like Kyrie. I didn't think there was a shot of them. I didn't even think about the Kyrie trade till it started popping up as rumors. I didn't even think that that was a possibility for them. And yeah, but but to trade for Kyrie Irving, I can I get you making you're making the argument. What do you think? But you don't you don't give you don't you don't give the the, the people that challenged you the team that challenged you for the for the one seed in the East who eventually beat you in the Eastern Conference Finals, you don't give them, even if he is injured, you don't give them a guy that has scored 29 points a game. Take eight points off of that. And if he, even if Isaiah averages 21 and 6, he's, he's better than a lot of the point guards in the league right now. Jay Crowder coming off the bench, the defensive presence that he has, you don't you, – I they, can understand they, that. They got you, beat. You, they got beat. But think about, they should have gotten swept by the Cavs. Like, without any close games in that. I mean, they had that one game in Cleveland where they went crazy. Like, they should have probably been swept by the Cavs. They took the Cavs' second-best player. Like, I don't – I mean, in second-best to the best player, one of the best players of all time. Like, that's not saying second-best player to, like, you know, a, another just average all-star. Yeah, but you take – you take – you take IT, Jay Crowder, that wasn't Avery Bradley's not there anymore – I don't agree I don't with what they did with like, Bradley, but, but I think they got the best value back in that trade. I've wavered back and forth, but I think you don't, the Celtics in the long run. Now, I know you don't you want to say like do it at a one year time or like long. If you with a trade, you have to look at it in a lens of like three to probably five years. And I think with the age of Kyrie, the fact that he's under contract for this year and two more years after that, uh, and the fact that I think he's better than Isaiah Thomas, I think that outweighs what you gave up yeah but the tipping point is you don't give your yeah. eastern conference rival a number well, one you don't overall ever see that, but i think what, what they were predicting they're predicting oh, that like they, you I mean, know something crazy like lebron leaves or something if lebron leaves then it doesn't even matter who they get through that pick it doesn't it's think about it like this you're, you're thinking four or five years down the road the number one overall pick could be a you know I mean granted he could be Anthony. Well, Bennett, this this coming draft this year, they they also was reports back. that the Celtics were like did some kind of crazy math and were like, oh the uh, the Nets are this much better this year, and we don't we think they're going to be outside the top five or some stuff like that like whatever, like there's some picks in the, like Michael Porter Jr. in my opinion the best player in the draft like put him on the Cavs right now that's pretty pretty good player, but. I still just think, I mean, you have to look at it from, like, at the age, man. Like, they don't, they also would have to pay Isaiah Thomas a max contract. They're not, you're not keeping Isaiah Thomas 
you're going to end up paying him more than you want to pay him, like without a doubt. The, the, I, I agree with that. I think the tipping point is yeah, the but pick. like you have you have that Laker. It doesn't matter what you have; is what you're right, giving your, you your rival. To, you your, can't, your you can't just like this. Is was Danny Ainge's like biggest thing in the past was he always expected to get what he wanted in a trade without giving up what the other team wanted and like you can't always do that to get a player like Kyrie you've got to give up something that makes you uncomfortable is I is IT and Jay Crowder enough for Kyrie or did you have to give it without Cleveland doesn't do the trade without the pick 100% they tried to get another first rounder the little little sly move which yeah, they people could say it's a little bit dirty with the you know the fail in the physical type thing. Like they knew he was going to fail the physical. They knew what they were getting into, and they tried to kind of ex- use like almost hold them hold the trade hostage to get another first round pick. Um, you know, get a second. Yeah, which doesn't really matter. Like it is what it is. But if they'd have got another first round pick, that'd have been crazy. Like I think it would have been pretty pretty cool, but. It probably would have been bad for the long term because more teams would try to do something like that, trade for an injured player, and then like demand more in return. Probably set it a bad precedent, but but I still you don't do the trade without the pick. Uh, the pick makes the trade. If you are the Celtics and you obviously the Celtics believe Kyrie Irving is a better player, obviously they believe that that pick may not be in the top three or four, or the chances of it is not as great as it was as they thought. I mean, you make the sacrifice. You you try to go to the finals this year. Like, I know teams are like, why don't you wait till the Warriors are not as good as they are? Wait till one of those players leaves or gets paid too much or whatever. It's like teams and the we teams don't think like that. When the teams never like teams always think for the immediate. Like, then why is OKC making those trades? Like, all, every team's trying to win. Those teams are trying to win the title. They don't see the Warriors as an insurmountable team, like people in the media, like me and you and everybody else does. Do you think do you think the trade gets them to the finals awesome. this year? Knowing no. what you know, I still would. I'm I'm gonna ride with LeBron all day. Like, even though I think the Celtics roster is probably, I mean, it's tough. I don't know. Like deep wise, the Celtics aren't as deep as they were last year. The rosters are pretty close as far as Celtics Cavs, and it, you really don't know until you see what those veterans are gonna do for Cleveland to really weigh it. But I think I still I would still go. I would still and ride you know, with LeBron on making the finals. When is it? When is it not? Yeah, I, I, every year. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm it's not betting. I'm not betting against like LeBron. Been to the finals eight every straight year. Years, I think. Yeah, that's stupid. Every every year, I know that he went four times with the, the Heat, and what is this? Yeah, three, three times, times now. Him, and then the last year he was with the Cleveland, he was there. I think he was in the finals the last year. He was with Cleveland the first time. Um, yeah, like eight and years in a row. Something else too to throw this in there is. Uh, you have to um, the the East overall. There's been a lot of upheaval, up upheaval. Excuse me. You have Carmelo. You have Jimmy Butler. Um, you have Paul George. This just to name three of the of three All Stars from the Eastern Conference that went to the Western Conference this year. So Eastern Conference as a whole doesn't have as much top end talent. They may have some good teams there. Like the Bucks are going to be good. Um, you know, uh, there's some other teams that could show up. Like I think Indiana might have an outside chance. I mean, you have some teams there that are going to be like fun. Like Toronto's still going to be good, but day in and day out, night in and night out, you're not going to have the test you were the test you had in the past. You're going to be able to rest LeBron more. You're going to be able to do that. You can rest D Wade more. You'll be able to do different things with your lineup, try different things, and still probably keep a top two or three seed. That's all Cleveland cares about. And I think that's what gives them the edge going down the line because Boston more so than Cleveland, they have a completely different roster, completely different. Their top two players are completely they, – they've never played together before. They never played with anybody else on the team. So I think you're going to have a little – they're going to have to play more minutes and more games together to get that worked out. LeBron, he's LeBron. He's not going to have to do that. You know, him, him Kevin Love, and then D-Wade, like they're, they're going to they're gonna be fine. Uh yeah, and Isaiah Thomas will come back in and he'll mesh fine. And, you know, he'll he'll play off the ball a little bit, handle the ball when LeBron doesn't want to. He'll be fine. I think that's what's going to have them fresh going to the finals, similar to what they did this year. They didn't care about winning the two seed. Like obviously, they knew they could win in Boston. That's that. I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see another year of Cleveland being a two to a three seed because I do think Toronto could have a really good record. So as long as they're in the top three, they don't care. They just don't want to play Boston in the second round. That's the whole thing. 
You don't want to play Boston in the second round. You either get the two or the three or the one seed. You don't want to play Boston in the second round. So you, you yeah. mentioned the Raptors. Uh, since we're since we're already talking about Cleveland and yeah. uh, the Celtics, um, I guess we can just wait and talk about yeah, the West on, so. on, on the next podcast with this national East. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, to round out the top four for me in the East, it's it's Cavs one, Celtics two. Mm-hmm. The Bucks sitting at three, and the Wizard round Wizards rounding out. So yeah, Cavs, at Celtics, four. Raptors. Or to what? Say it one more time. I I, I was no. looking at the team list. Go through one more time. Cavs, Celtics, Bucks, Wizards. You have Raptors Wizards. outside the top four. Bold. I have Raptors, at five. but that's not. I mean, they they almost you know they got like the four seed, three seed last year, so. I like that. That's not a bad. I mean, you take the Bucks taking a leap. I could definitely see it. I think that. I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks rounded mm-hmm. out this year. I think Giannis is going to hey, be on his to make the his, MVP jump that everybody says he's going to have to. I mean, to actually win an MVP award. I mean, you got to finish top four. You got to be a strong playoff team to to win that yeah. award. So, I mean, I know Russ last year, but that was yeah. an outlier. I think Philadelphia is has the potential to – it's either going to be – they're going to be a lot better than people well, – people are already kind of hyping them up. But I think they could be very, very solid. They're very deep. They have a lot of talent. They are super young. But I think that kind of helps them out in the regular season. They're going to beat bad teams. They're going to lose to some. They're going to beat bad teams, and they're going to beat some teams like Cleveland and in, in Toronto and stuff when they're off because they're just so much – like it's going to be a back-to-back yeah. and – Toronto's not going to care. It's going to be, you know, LeBron's going to sit out or something. It's like that's what's going to happen, and they're going to inflate their record a little bit. I think they have an outside shot at a top four or five seed. That's not something I would sit here and put my put money on. But I think I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like amazed if at the end of the season they're the four seed because they had a hot last ten games. So, we'll see. But, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a yeah, team that I want to watch as many com- games as possible. I, I, want, I want Ben Simmons. Yeah, I want to see him play as many times as possible. I want to, I I want want to see him play, play at an elite level. <laughs> the most important thing. Yeah, but, yeah. True. but, see, that's where, that's where I'm at on the box, though. I think I think with Ansu DeCumpo and Jabari Parker quietly yeah, had 20 and 6 like last year. Season. I'm saying, but yeah, watch him come. If he comes back healthy – and then you and you throw in Malcolm Brogdon in there. I mean, they, got, you know. they have a really good team. That, I mean, they have, they have, they have a good year. team. Milton's good. They have a good team. I, I like them. They have a good team. And then I think just with with yeah. John Wall and Brad Bill, and uh, for the Wizards, I think that's the, the their one two is you they, know one of they, the better ones in the East. Yeah, I mean they I mean, put all their cards in that crew. I mean they re-signed Porter for a lot of money. Yeah, four I mean, years, one oh six. The Nets, they really matched it. Like they, they're running with that. That's they can't afford anybody else. Like they, the only way they would get somebody else is to make a trade. So, I mean, respect it. I don't think they're good enough to win a championship, but I mean, I think they're good enough. No, I mean, I, don't think so. they, I think they were. I think they should have beaten the Celtics Not last year. So, Morris more time. I think they should. Uh, I mean, they have more, they have Marquise Morris and and Gortat. It's uh, too heavy, not deep enough, five, in my so. opinion. They made some moves, but we'll see. But that's probably uh, – we'll, we'll get into that Western Conference um, in the next podcast because, you know, it, NBA season's already back. Me and you are fired up. We got – this is a good one. I like those uh, league, you know, uh, ideas to make the league uh, more exciting. You know, can't, can't, can't have enough of those. So, yeah. We uh, I know we differ on the Celtics Cavs. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun year, man. I think it's gonna be real, especially in the East. Everybody's talking about well, the, the West, but don't be, sleep on yeah, the East. East is gonna be, you're not there's gonna be six teams at the bottom. You just don't want to ever watch. But yeah, but the fun the fun is gonna happen with the you know the the Cavs Celtics Bucks Wizards. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm pumped to see. I think they're a playoff play, like you're saying. I'd put I'd I'd put money down right now that they make the playoffs. But that's not like a that's not a huge stretch. The the you also down. probably the see like somebody like the Miami Heat overachieve or the Charlotte Hornets uh, who have a decent pretty good roster come out and, and overachieve. So I think they, I think the Heat are gonna I think the Heat are gonna kind of lead like. Come in where they left off last year. I mean, they they had a crazy in their year. So we'll see if they we'll can see. keep uh, Dion Waiters 
playing like an all-star. But uh, but yeah. So I guess that's it for uh for basketball this week. We will have uh me and uh, me and Mike will be back. Mike and I will be back uh, later this week for the uh, the best bets, the pick 'em, and everything. Coming off a tough week. Money. Mike's coming off a tough week, like pretty bad. Yeah. We're not gonna spoil anything for you, but Mike had a tough, tough week. Tough week I mean, so. yeah, it's tough. Well, he'll have to. He'll have to defend it on the next uh, next podcast. Uh, so uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. All right, guys. Uh, hey, we also want to reiterate. You know, weed companies, <laughs> weed manufacturing company. Doesn't matter. You want to sponsor the podcast? Any and all are welcome, except Donald. Any and all are welcome, Any except Donald Trump. Peace. Peace.